Hi, this is Juniversa with the Waffle Press Movie Podcast, but we're talking video games today, as we promised to have more video game content on the show, and I'm joined by my longtime co-host, Nick Valero. Yeah, how's it going, guys? I'm doing good. I wonder how they're doing. Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, we wanted video games, we discussed like once or twice before to Mm -hmm. some followers, and I thought the best way to start... Um, is a game that is kind of like a movie. It's, well, I would say more so like maybe like a Netflix show or something. Yeah, absolutely. Very serialized, but, you know, around the same thing, and I thought that would be a good segue to get into uh, video game absolutely. content, which was uh, Batman, the Telltale series, The Enemy Within. Yes, The Enemy Within. Uh, I personally, I, I really liked this season. Mm-hmm. It was a really good season, mind you. If you guys haven't played the season, we are going to talk all spoiler yeah, choices. So I hope they've played it. I hope you've played it already. If not, go play, go get it. Go play it. All five episodes are out. Enjoy it. It's a, it's one hell of a good time. If you ever wanted to be Batman, this is the where this is where to go. Yeah. Well, I yeah I I really you know I love the first season. We'll, we'll go over mm-hmm. our uh, experience playing the first season. Just yeah. recap it a bit. But what I like about this, you know, games like Arkham Knight, Arkham City, you get to be Batman, but this is more about being like the moral compass of Batman, where you it really examines his philosophy and how he does things, because I think that's what makes him so... What makes him so interesting is the choices he makes, how he has like an obvious, um, such a uh, moral center, and his code, and unless you just... You just seen on B, you know, Batman and BVS. You know he doesn't kill. He doesn't, yeah. you know, he doesn't brutalize people. And you know, even though he's like the stone cold vigilante, that's yeah, what but that was the me. that was the cool thing about this is that you could be you you could be the detective. You know, mm-hmm. um, that you know you could always be that detective uh, Batman, but you could also be the Frank Miller. You know, breaking bones, right? Like, kind of crossing the line. Yeah, crossing the line, going yeah. like, oh well, you know. He's young. He'll 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 heal. Right. Stuff like that. And the game, it never like he never like flat out kills anyone. No. Yeah. No. But uh, if there was any death, it was always an unintentional. Like some like something happened, or he tried right. to save everybody, and people died. Right. And stuff like that. It, it's it's really awesome. I, but the thing is that I, I the main reason I like. Mm-hmm. Batman, the Telltale series in general, is the main reason why I like all the Telltale series. They give you the greatest illusion of choice. Yeah. Uh, and I say illusion of choice is because the, there's, there, there is a road that you follow. Everybody's going to end up the same exact place that everybody else ended up at. More or less. But the thing is that you, everybody's going to take different avenues or similar avenues in order to get there. And that's what's really interesting. Because you kind because it gives you the illusion of you're choosing the script on your own. Mm-hmm. You know, your uh, from what we were talking about earlier is that your time with Batman Telltale was vastly different from mine. Yeah, we had different different experiences. Yeah, playing, had, which is great. You know, that a viewer could like two excuse me, not a viewer, two different uh, players could have uh, such a different experience. Yeah, just and it's just based off your off your choices. Not only that, but also the game has such playability because of that. Because you can go back and go like, you know what, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do things differently. I'm gonna see what happens. Because I noticed that when I made a whole bunch of different choices in my second playthrough, my episode five was completely different from my original episode five. Mm-hmm. 
like it was vastly different and I thought and I was like oh wow I'm playing in a completely different episode yeah well you know the cool thing was I believe uh, tell the writer for uh, this this season he wrote like two completely different scripts yeah so I mean that's the most ambitious thing they ever done um yes oh, it's and, up there yes and no it's up it's definitely up there but I mean they they do I mean if you go over like their history and everything like that, mm. they did uh, the Back to the Future, Jurassic Park, um, a, a couple other games in between. Then they started really doing, and and they weren't really hitting their stride yet. You know, they weren't mm. really hitting the the momentum that they are until they hit Walking Dead. Walking Dead, yeah. What was um, just going off of that because we wanted to discuss some of the history for Telltale. What is um, what can you tell the uh, listeners just about their early games, some of their uh, first choice based games? Well, here's the thing, though. A lot of their games uh, in the very beginning were more or less... Um, they were still going choices. That's the whole point of Telltale. It's mm-hmm. all about your choices. But the thing is that they didn't have all of the... Uh, what was it? All the licensees that they do now. Mm-hmm. So, like, Telltale used to make uh, Puzzle Agent 2, Sam and Max, um, which are Hector, Poker and Knight, uh, <laughs> and the... Uh, which are in the inventory... Um, there are a lot of Texas Hold'em games, CSI games, stuff like that. You know, point-and-click games that were very easy and no one really took serious. Right. You know, um, but once they hit, they, they really did hit their stride and figure it out, like, once I, once again, like I said, during Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. In the, in their first Walking Dead game, they were able to not only make a compelling story, but also make the controls feel intuitive enough where a player is not only picking up the if they jump in they can pick up the controls automatically but also they are just mainly engaged and they're trying to get to the next cutscene or more information and want to talk to these characters yeah i mean you know i played the first season of walking dead and you know you felt it didn't feel like some extended cutscene it felt like you were actually in that world making choices absolutely yeah. and i and i i really did like that and i i liked the idea that even out like if you if you spent more time talking to the characters and stuff like that d- choices would start changing mm-hmm. just because you you started to uh you started to understand them better and stuff like that like in the walking dead if you didn't talk to a couple of the other characters you wouldn't find out about duck you wouldn't find out about a couple other things you know just based off of not talking to them and everything like that you know just casual conversation led you to understand these characters more and figure out what their motivations are, so that way you knew exactly how to either manipulate them to do to get them to do what you want, or to get them to join your side, yeah. and stuff like that. And I feel like in Batman, the in this Batman's in Batman season two, they very much used that and achieved it in the best possible way. Yeah, no, I I agree. I you know, all the choices you made mattered. It was an um. You know, you know, it wasn't arbitrary. They all moved the story. They all, they all moved the. Uh, they all moved it along a bit, right? Yeah, um, I did think it was interesting though because uh, on my second playthrough, um, I thought it's very jarring because they don't exactly explain how Joker finds out how you became Batman, mm-hmm. like how you are Batman. Right. But yeah, but that yeah. that's that's kind of a long time uh, Batman thing where it's just assumed the Joker knows. Yeah, like Joker. Like I, I love the idea that Joker's always known. Yeah, he's always known. He just, he just doesn't, doesn't care. Yeah, and because so, he has no one to play with if uh, he reveals his identity to anyone. Yeah, and not only that, but also he can mind fuck Batman even more because 
I know who you are. Mm -hmm. I, I, I could get you at any time I really want, but I just choose not to. Right. And everything like that. Nobody in your life is safe, Bruce. Mm -hmm. And uh, just backtracking here, uh, just really quick, let's just recap our choices from season one because that sure. leads into this. Um, did you uh, say, so kind of the main diversion point in season one is uh, either saving Catwoman or... Two-Face, what did you choose? Uh, you saved Catwoman. Okay, I've, yeah, I saved yeah, I saved Catwoman as well. So uh, Harvey became all Two-Face-y. Harvey became Two-Face. And once he becomes Two-Face, you could either confront him as Two-Face when he takes over, when you go into the asylum, or you could uh, confront Penguin, who is your uh, big bad, that you chose to confront in uh, I, the, the fourth episode. Is, see, the thing is, I've done both. Mm-hmm. I've done both. My first playthrough, I believe, I went to go uh, confront Cobblepot. Or, okay. no, um, uh, Two-Face inside of the manor. Yeah. And stuff like that. Because I was more worried about uh, Alfred. Mm -hmm. So I assumed Penguin, uh, Penguin was fine. I can deal with him later. Yeah. And stuff like that. You know? So I went after, uh, after Two-Face, and then Cobblepot was able to take over you know, the Bat computer and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, I went after I went after um, Cobblepot because I felt that the 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 back excuse me the all the Wayne Tech stuff was too easy or excuse me it would be too easy to affect his like uh, bat, his uh, persona and his compromise him so I had to go back to Wayne Tower of course. What, what I also thought was um, Lucius Fox is there. Yeah. And Lucius will be able to more or less keep joke. I mean, keep Penguin out for as long as possible. Right. I mean, yeah. I, there's no bad. There's no like wrong choice in the game for certain for certain um, things like that. Well, the thing is that if you there, went after Cattlepot, uh, I believe Wayne Manor is burned down, isn't it? It is burned down. But if you don't get if you don't go after Wayne Tower, then all the tech is compromised. So my thing is that because you, you went after Cobblepot, so that means that in season two, where were you staying? Were you in Wayne Manor, or was it being rebuilt? It was being rebuilt. So I think he was at some penthouse. He was at a penthouse. Yeah. All of my stuff was in Wayne Manor. Okay. So in season two, all of my all of my events and stuff like that all were happening inside of Wayne Manor. Does that mean that the Batcave was a different Batcave for you, or? Um. Uh, no. No. It was still the Batcave. Uh, actually, I believe it was just from the back end because that's the only thing that survived. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. But, and it just, the last choice, um, you know, I really like Lady Arkham as a villain. I'm glad that they did their own villain, which, I mean, it was still kind of Vicky Vale, but they kind of had their own uh, take on her, that she's also, that she's also this kind of like anti-Batman where she was also messed up. And I really... Like the boldness, I, I really commend Telltale for like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember a phrase someone used, I was reviewing it, where they, they said it was, it wasn't like a remix, but they were like, kind of, um, they, they took everything you know about the Bath Mythos and then they like, they twisted certain aspects of it, or things that you recognize are different and twisted, like Thomas Wayne, uh, being a part of, a you know, this, uh... Being part of the mob. Being and... part of the mob that controlled Gotham. 
And yeah, that was just really fascinating to me that they took they took that risk. Well, not only that, but also you know I I feel like the mob angle makes more sense mm -hmm. than just they happen to be in the wrong place, wrong time, and stuff like that. Like, what are the chances that a prominent family would just get mugged in the back in Crime Alley? Yeah, and just get and be murdered, and stuff like that, and everything else. Whereas, what about if Thomas Wayne wasn't the saint that everybody thought he was? Mm -hmm. What about he's a fucking monster? Right, and they kind of go a little bit of that in uh, the graphic novel uh, *Long Halloween*, mm -hmm. where Thomas did uh, work with kind of Falcone to an extent. He, you know, patched up. I believe maybe it was his. Uh, one of the Falcone uh, relatives or something. He was like his nephew or his something. His nephew, and... Um, so, that's been that's been touched on before, and I kind of see that as a inspiration. Well, I think what I, I thought was really interesting is that Warner Brothers and uh, DC, they didn't exactly stop Telltale. Mm -hmm. they, they pretty much just gave him the reins and like, went, yeah. do what you want. Like, you can... Because... And, 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 you know... Excuse me, uh... They gave him, like, free reign to just do whatever. Yeah, they, they, they basically told him, you don't have to do any story that's already been told. You can, you don't have to stick to any lore that's been told, that's already been told. You can pretty much do whatever you want, as long as it more or less sticks to what Batman is. Right. And, and stuff and, like and that. And it still does. It's still Batman. Yeah, no, at no point during the thing was I like, yeah, that's a choice that would never be Batman. Mm -hmm. And stuff like that. And I, I loved the, I, I do think that, you know... Um, when they, when, uh, what was it, Telltale really did a major touchstone on, uh, when they did Wolf Among Us, because that's a Vertigo comic, and everything like that, so automatically, that was like, their kind of like test run, mm -hmm. with Warner Brothers, to, I mean, with, uh, with DC to kind of see like, oh, okay, how will you do? Yeah. And we I, give you, like, a, a, a no-name character like Fairy Tales. Right. I, I didn't play Wolf Among Us, but... Dude, you're missing yeah, out. I know. I need to play that, but yeah, I could, I could definitely see how that was uh, that gave them uh, kind of the push to do something like Batman. Yeah, and um, I, I really, to be totally honest, I enjoyed uh, their Batman more than I liked uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, let's uh, let's briefly touch on that because I had mixed feelings about Guardians because there were there was like three. Like, two of those episodes are really good. Like, that, I, I enjoyed the finale. I enjoyed the... I enjoyed the first episode. And, yeah, part of the second one was okay. But then there's so much of that of that series that just meanders. And it felt very uninspired. For, yeah, for I, I mean, there's a... There's the, the, that's the thing, though, is that I feel like... Um, what Telltale did for a couple of their things is they just kind of went like, well, let's just make an episode. And mm -hmm. stuff like that. Like, uh, let, let's let, let's throw an episode out because we need like a filler episode in order to get us to, you know, bigger things that are happening. Because I mean, I, I've played their Minecraft, uh, their Minecraft storytelling, st uh, story mode, and it's good for like maybe like an episode or two. But like after that, you're kind of like, all right, yeah, okay, okay. You, this is this is a paycheck. And you could and you could really feel that it's a paycheck mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Like it, in no way does it have like difficult choices. Yeah, like a, it, there wasn't passion behind it and everything like yeah. that. But just uh, really quick for season one of Batman, did you choose to reveal yourself to Lady Arkham or uh, try to save Alfred? Um, I've done both, but my first time I revealed myself to Lady Arkham. Yeah, 
I did that as well because I felt Batman wouldn't compromise Alfred, wouldn't put him at risk, and yeah, it, it felt more of a more bat, more of a choice that Batman would make would to put himself at risk instead of anyone else, you know? Yeah. And I thought that was I, I thought that was a interesting idea mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you know, um, because if you don't, you you're missing half your part of your ear. If you reveal yourself, missing your ear. Yeah, you're missing part of your ear, and then but if you don't, and you just and you don't reveal yourself to save Alfred, he he loses a fucking eye. Uses an eye, yeah. That's that's uh that's pretty messed up. Yeah, like oh shit, like he loses an eye because because you didn't want to like reveal yourself and stuff like that. Um, I thought Lady Arkham would have been a cool like member of the Rogues Gallery, and if she ever like becomes. To be totally honest, I felt like that was what Dark Knight Returns... I mean, what, um... What was it? Um, Arkham City should have done. I mean, with the Arkham Knight? Yeah, oh, yeah. I feel like like Arkham Knight should have been, like, a... uh, What was it? Should have been, like, like a a Miss Arkham. Yeah, like he was, uh... You wanted him to be an original character. Yeah, not not Jason Todd or anything like that. That was a total cop-out, I feel. it It was a very weak reveal, um... I'm not a fan of it. Yeah, and, but a th- but the thing is that for Lady Arkham, like I was even going through it too, going like, well, who could it be? Because you know he's just beginning being Batman, so it can't be Jason Todd. It can't be specific characters, mm-hmm. you know. And then revealing that it is Vicky Vale is very interesting. Yeah, it was a uh, it was an interesting twist on Telltale's part. Exactly, and then that leads into season two. Um, well, nice actually, what did you what did, what did you do with the uh, Joker in the asylum? I, 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 uh, I outed myself with Joker a little bit, but I didn't get the phone call. I didn't. Um, I don't think I threw him under the bus, but I, I wasn't willing to uh, let a patient die while they're fighting. So I, I just kind of, I didn't reciprocate Joker's uh, friendship. I did. You did. I did. I because I, I felt like um anything it takes to get out of here. Right. And stuff like that. Like I need to get I need to get back to the mission. Anything it takes to get out of here. And stuff like that. And uh that was more or less so I did do like the whole like, you know, befriending Joker a little bit more. Yeah. It's um I mean it makes sense for it makes sense in, at some point, you know. To to do that but yeah, I just I I couldn't go through with it as my Batman. Yeah, I, I that mean, may be your Batman. But. Yeah, that, that that was my Batman. Where he well, my Batman was very manipulative. He was very he? yeah, like he he was continuously kept on trying to manipulate Joker or manipulate people around him and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, to be totally honest, in season three, I would I would love I would love the season to start out at uh, the circus. Oh, with you uh, with Dick Grayson and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be a good starting point. I think that would be a really great starting point, and then the rest of and then it's more or less like the rest of the season is you trying to teach Dick while also trying to solve his parents' murder. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think that would be a really interesting idea, and you could have and you could do so many things because you would already have a you, technically you would already have a sidekick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have Tiffany if you if you chose that, but getting ahead yeah. of themselves. Yeah, I could definitely see that as a uh, as one of the storylines they could choose. But um, just going right into the episode, we're just gonna 
for the listeners, we're going to go over the choices we made. Me and Nick had uh, different, we had different storylines because we chose one. You chose Joker the Vigilante. First time I chose uh, the villain, and then the second time I went for Vigilante. Yeah, I, I chose, I'm going to choose Joker the villain because that's just how my playthrough led, what my playthrough led me to. Yeah, um, it's it's very difficult to get the vigilante. I'll, I will admit that because I had to make a lot of choices that I normally wouldn't make. Hmm. Okay. Can you uh, let's elaborate a bit? Um, I had to make a lot of choices that I really wouldn't make. Uh, you know, like uh, you have to. John Doe very much has to trust you, mm-hmm. so you have to make sure to um, align yourself with him. You know, like uh, right after, Har- uh, right after the uh, failed heist. And everything like that with the pact. Uh, it's all about, you know, getting John back on your side because Harley Quinn is on the run. And stuff like that. And that episode is main is like the huge portion of it where you have to not only trust him that he didn't murder uh, a bunch the, of people. Like he didn't murder a bunch of people and that they, they shot first with his bullshit story of like, oh yeah, they, they shot at me first and then I shot them. And everything like that. So you have to kind of, like, trust... You have to, like, say that you trust yeah, him. Yeah, to this, like, criminal mastermind. Yeah, you have to go, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I totally believe that you didn't murder these people, even though all the signs show that you did. Yeah. Um, you have to let him, like, search for Harley Quinn by himself. Which, like, already those two things are just, like... They don't make sense. Mm-hmm. They're going against your best, your better judgments. Yeah, it's... Yeah, the vigilante ending... Yeah, that's an interesting thing to note, whereas it plays... He had to place a lot of trust in uh, John at the time and his choices. And I think there is some uh, some sort of, like, I wouldn't say decency to the John character because he's he is kind of psychopathic at the mm-hmm. end of the day, but there is some loyalty to Bruce Wayne and, like, a friendship he legitimately felt. So it's I, w- I would say the choice to trust him has some weight to it. It does, and I, 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 I really did think that for anybody who's never played a, who's never, who's never played like a Batman game or anything like that, and doesn't know who, and is like really determined to go like, you know what, I think I can change the Joker. Change the Joker. And make him, and make him a good guy, and stuff like that, um, is something very difficult, and stuff like that. Because, and it is really interesting, because you have to also trust John to go calm Harley down. Mm-hmm. And it's like having a. It's having, having a, a psych- so it's having the blind leading the blind. Yeah. Having a psychopath talk to a psychopath mm-hmm. to calm her down to yeah. not blow up the bridge. Oh well, yeah, I mean maybe there's some logic in there. There's a little bit of logic, but, it right. does, but the thing is that you have to put so much trust in John, mm-hmm. where, and then you also have to abandon any loyalties that you have with Waller, with Catwoman, with anybody else. And basically just go, John, you're, you're going to be my dude. And stuff like that. Because I also betrayed Catwoman. Yeah. I mean, and you know, the thing with that is, you know, obviously she's such a staple of Batman's love life. But I, I really enjoyed the Catwoman character where I, I, I didn't want to betray her. And, uh, you know, she's such an interesting part of the game that, you know, you'd want to have her stick around. And I think she was a valuable ally. My, my well, in my first playthrough, you can get because if you play it correctly, and then you become you get villain Joker, 
uh, and you're in you're in good with uh, Waller, she will do you favors mm-hmm. and stuff like that. One of my favors was to uh, clear Catwoman's record. Yeah. So in my main playthrough, Catwoman has a clean slate. Okay. So I I thought it would because she's already kind of like. She's already kind of living with you, more or less, in in Wayne Manor. And then yeah. I also gave her a clean slate. So I thought, you know, let's build the Bat family even more. Right. You know. Because I think that would be really interesting if next season you have Tiffany, you have Catwoman, you have, like, all these different people who are now joining the, the fight. Against injustice. Against injustice, yeah. yeah. You know, and I think that would be really interesting. Mm-hmm. But, why... Just before we move to another choice, why do you think, I mean, I know you chose both, why is Joker the vigilante the stronger option? And I'll say why the villain is. Hmm. It's a stronger option just because they're, honestly, it gives you a a deeper impact in seeing how maniacal Waller can get. Like how, because Amanda Waller is, is always played the fence. Yeah, she's she's kind of a morally good character. She's very much a morally great character. All the and all but that. you but you do see that once you've uh what was it once you've kind of put her in a corner, that she's she's very much making difficult mm-hmm. choices. And that goes about, you know, making the suicide squad, giving uh what was it, giving villains, you know, a role in the agency to kind of bring both you and Joan in. You know, uh it, it puts you in a very difficult position. And I, I really did enjoy that, you know. So, yeah, it brought a lot of uh, more complicated, more interesting story choice, story-driven. Yeah, but not only that, but also uh, as a vigilante, uh, as the vigilante, uh, a Joker's actually uh, doing a nice callback of, what, of who you are. And you're all about this code, but you're willing to let Waller go. You're which you you align yourself with Tiffany even though she murders the Riddler. Mm-hmm. Um, you're trying to get Cat like if you made that choice, Catwoman is trying. You're you're trying to get Catwoman to go free, but she's a known thief. And it's like you you're, you're not moral. You're not morally right. You're wrong. All these people should be brought to justice. Yeah. If yeah, it's it's like Batman's moral absolute absolutism. Yeah. Yeah. And it's one of those things of, like, everything is... It's only good if Batman is benefiting or the people around Batman are benefiting. But if anybody else, then Batman's going to kick him in the face. Mm -hmm. And stuff like that. And it's very much like... that. That's not the way that justice works, though. Justice is supposed to be blind. And that's the main thing that Joker's trying to get past as a vigilante is that justice is blind. These people should be... You know, they should be killed for the things that they've done. Mm -hmm. You know, we should kill them right now. And if we truly want to make justice blind, that and we want to be the vigilantes that you say that we can be, then we need to do this. And Batman is like, no, it's not. We're, we're, we don't kill. We don't do anything like that. You're trying to, and you're trying to break this, get this into John Doe's, uh, into Joker's head, and it just doesn't work. Yeah. And you're you're forced to take John Doe in. Yeah, I yeah I I do see that logic where, you know, it it goes with Batman's. You know, moral code. But, I mean, for me, I chose Joker the villain. It was it was about Batman's moral code, but it was also... You know, because I do believe Batman has some flexibility in his code. There are some clauses where he can brush the line a bit, in mm-hmm. my interpretation of the character. 
But at the end of the day, he, you know, he could team up with Catwoman because, you know, she doesn't kill anyone. She just steals. And he's like, you know, that's... That's it's a, not that bad. That's not that bad. But it's like where, you know, this man, this crazy person, John Doe, has all these bodies and all these, you know, blood, literally blood on his hands. It's just, you know, for my, for my Batman, I just, I couldn't let that go. I, I did feel there was some loyalty to John, but... I felt that the main driving force is Batman's moral center in terms of not justice, but his uh, protection of life and his um, trying to do the right thing. Absolutely, mm-hmm. uh, I, I I did I I did understand Joker's point of view, and I did feel that Joker did feel betrayed. That's the whole. That's the enti- the entire reason he turns into the Joker is because he feels betrayed. And he wants to get vengeance on you because you betrayed him. Mm-hmm. Uh, just an interesting thing to note is, I love how because you know the main thing with the Joker is he doesn't you know he you know again we go back to the killing you know not again we go back to the killing joke where he's you know he says it's multiple choice and origin and Batman has always been like involved with his origin either mostly indirectly mm-hmm. you know he falls through a bat and what's interesting about the Telltale Joker is. He's already, he's already, uh, he, his face has already turned white, he's already kind of crazy, but he isn't, like, fully committed to this, you know, being the clown prince of crime when we, when we first meet him in Arkham. He's trying to kind of be normal, and I felt either choice you make for, you know, the end of episode four pushes him along this path into be like completing him as this as you know regardless of which choice you made as this as the joker yeah and uh, that, no was, ma- that was very interesting to no me. no matter what i uh i thought it was really interesting because both sides of it, uh in both mediums he's still the joker mm-hmm. no matter what which i actually thought it would have been funnier i thought it would have been nicer if they would have used the uh what was it the uh Crime Syndicate. Joker. Oh, uh, yeah, the Earth Thirty Joker. Yeah, Earth Thirty Joker's name. Where I think he was just like. The, uh, do you think he's the? Uh, I think he's either the Jokester. I think he's the Jokester, or he, I think he's like the, or he's like the comic, or something uh, like that. Something like that. But I, yeah, I know what you're. I know what you're referring. Like to. I, I felt like as a vig- as the vigilante version, he should have you know, embodied like had a different name than the Joker, right? And stuff like that. And I think that would have been an interesting you know change of it of like. You created the Joker, or you created the Trickster, or mm-hmm. you created this other. Yeah, person. that would have been a good duality to uh, to complicate the story for sure. But I mean, I was okay with that. I was okay that. Yeah, I, th- I thought that was just a small was, little tiny. Yeah, thing. It was slightly different. Because I thought I thought for anybody who was who was a comic book fan or anything like that, and then they would have called them something different. They anybody who knows uh, the Crime Syndicate universe of of uh, Earth Twenty Nine would have been like, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's a nice little like nod to that. And everything like that. But I mean, besides that, um, I really do like the idea of the Joker in episode five. Yeah. The Joker, the villain Joker in episode five is very much pinnacle of the Joker. Mm -hmm. He's killing people, he has a dastardly plan, and he is just meant to psychologically fuck with Batman. Right. And make Batman break his code. I, by by the end of tonight, I'm going to make you break your code. Mm-hmm. And 
he ends and it, it's in it, just in Batman fashion he ends up finding a way to beat the Joker but I love the idea of going around going to Alfred going to Tiffany going to Catwoman going to Batman and making them you know realize their darkest secrets and it's like these people aren't the people you think they are yeah it was it, it was um you know it was very uh was very excuse me true to the Joker's character to do all that because you know at the end of the day if you see him in you know killing joke or the dark knight he's always trying to like push people past their limits past their that's their sanity. I felt I felt like the uh, I felt like that dinner scene was uh, pulled from um, oh death of the family death of the family I I really did feel like because that, that's basically what he's doing in death of the family he's very much you know saying like all of these people all like you guys are all wearing masks mm-hmm. and you all don't know Batman or each or each other how, as much as you think you do yeah and stuff like that and I I really loved that and, but I also liked the idea of. Joker also betraying Harley. Mm-hmm. But that's also kind of how he is in the comic, where he's always... I mean, again, they had a different dynamic to the relationship, or they had mm-hmm. a different dynamic to the relationship, but he's always kind of treated... Harley's always gotten the short end of the stick from the Joker. Yeah, but I, you know what? They're, I, not, they're not couple goals, excuse me. No, they're not. I, I, hate, I, I hate seeing that. That's no, 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 but you know what? I, I do like the idea of Harley Quinn not being this that she left she left Arkham Asylum and became insane for different reasons other than the Joker. I that she's a, obsessed. Yeah, it gives her her own agency, her own like her own Not only that, but also I feel like she falls and I I do understand them falling in love. Mm-hmm. And by the end of episode 4 because she's found someone that is that is cut from the same kind of uh cut from the same cloth, you know. She feels like a lot of connection towards him by the end of it. Yeah. And stuff like that. And I love when they make that kiss right before jumping off the off the bridge and like right when he kisses her, he has his red lipstick now. And it's like, oh, he's truly become the joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Um but yeah, no, I Harley was one of the most interesting characters this season. I'll agree to that. I actually was trying... I was wondering if whether or not you can make a love connection with Harley. I, I don't think you can. <laughs> no, but, but the yeah. thing is that there's a, there's a lot of... There's a lot of, like, stuff that implies that you could, though. I mean, yeah, you... There is some hints at that. Uh, um, and stuff like that. Because right. I, I always... Because what I thought, and, I, and what I really wanted to go about it, was if possible, could you... Could you get Harley to, like, basically calm down yourself? Mm-hmm. Or anything like that. Because in episode 5, if you turn Harley in and you become a vigilante, she becomes a member of the Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. She de- and she's bent out to kill not only you, but also Joker. And yeah. it's also really interesting, too, because Waller upgrades the fuck out of them. Yeah. Waller gives Harley Quinn a brand new hammer that, like, electrocutes people. Uh, she, she gives Bane, like, a brand new suit that, like... Uh, which uh, that basically like injects venom directly into him uh, via his spine, and she modifies his venom serum and stuff like that. It, like they, these these become fully fledged Batman villains mm-hmm. by the end of uh, the vigilante version. Whereas in the other one, she doesn't have a need for him. They, she just sends him to jail. Yeah, it's yeah. They they, they took her to some very interesting places and. 
Yeah, I was I was happy seeing the character. Uh, you know, again, she kind of, in mind she had a she did go to jail, but you know you felt that you know you felt very like you know taken aback by some of the you know some of the places she goes to in the game. Um, but just uh, just moving on, uh, just wrapping this up uh, for that bad choice. Um, did you shake hands with the Joker at the table? Yes or no? For in the vigilante one? Uh, yeah. Yes. You did. did I, you? I, I got tased. Yeah. You got tased. Yeah. I shook. I uh, I did shake hands with them. I just felt. I felt like I just had to. I yeah. Felt like I had to. Like, you know, you were kind of put in a tight spot, and so you had to appease him a little bit. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I also got shocked. So, you know what? It uh, it was very classic Joker. That's his. Uh, Absolutely, his and I I, I I really did like uh, because even as vigilante Joker, he has knives and blades, and he's all about like just like these like explosives and everything else. And it's it's really interesting mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Also, if you choose vigilante Joker, you are way more beat up by the end. Oh, are you? You are like impaled like beat up okay like uh joker blows up the roof of uh gotham of uh gcpd and you're trying to save everyone by getting rid of the bombs and you go to go get the final one and it blows up right underneath you and you fall five stories onto a bar Jeez. and like it goes like right through the side of you and then they have to pull you off of it and so you're fucked up. Like you fell five stories onto a bar, onto a bar, and it's impaled you. And you still, and this is only halfway through the game. Yeah, you still have to go. <laughs> like you still have like a long way to go, mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, but you have to get a shot. You have to do all that shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, my Batman got a bit beat up, but yeah, he didn't get impaled. So yeah. I think your Batman uh, probably saw a little worse for wear. Absolutely, yeah. And oh, also Tiffany, uh, which uh, Tiffany gets a uh, Joker ring, a smile ring, through the hand. Okay. In mine, so she's actually injured. Hmm. Because uh, if you if you get vigilante Joker, Tiffany joins your joins your crusade a lot of you earlier. Okay. So she's already your she's by the end of the vigilante one she's already your partner. Hmm. Okay, well, we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, some of the storylines with Tiffany. Yeah. Um, but did Gordon betray you at any point in the game? In my first playthrough, yes. Okay. Uh, but but Gordon went back on it. You went back on it, okay. On yeah. mine, Gordon goes back on it. Mine as well. Um, was that in the Vigilante or the... No, actually in the Vigilante when Gordon comes back to work. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's he, no choice involving Gordon? He, uh, no, there's no choice. In, the only choice that's involving Gordon is because Waller gets kidnapped. Uh, after GCPD gets blown up, he kidnaps Waller, uh, Joker, and uh, you have to end up finding him. And you're on the hunt of trying to find the Joker with Gordon and Tiffany. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where you're at. Right. Yeah. Um... So you don't need, we don't necessarily, so there is no choice of the Joker forcing Gordon to betray uh, Batman or anything like that okay. because of anything else. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll, let's just touch on that briefly. Also, Gordon apologizes. He does apologize. Well, no, in, uh, in, in that section, you and Gordon 
uh, become closer. Like Gordon actually apologizes, saying, "I've crossed, I crossed a line the other day, and I shouldn't have." And can you forgive me for you know doing that? I, I shouldn't have arrested Wayne and stuff like that. Like I, I, I I've crossed. I've I, Waller's put me in a corner, and I got and I overreacted and stuff like that. And he he basically spills everything to you, and you're and you're forced to kind of go like whether or not you you know you forgive him or not. Hmm. Oh, interesting. Uh, that that whole kind of uh, any choices involving Gordon is a little bit left out. Right. Yeah. So I mean, well, I mean, the the choice of Gordon is very much like whether or not to keep him fired, mm-hmm. because you do have to inspire him to get his job back and to continue your crusade, mm-hmm. or not. Basically, I'm he's no longer going to be a member of the GCPD. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Um, I like the. I like some of the, you know a little off topic, but I I really enjoyed what they did with Gordon as a character this season. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, I mean, I I enjoyed, I enjoyed what they did with Gordon. I think that I, I kind of wish that there would have been more choices, involving Gordon mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Because he could either get like fired or. Does it does he get fired in yours? Because he got fired. In mine. Yeah, he got fired. Yeah, I think he always gets fired. Okay, so that's a constant. No matter what, it, he always gets fired. Because um, he always goes to arrest uh, Bruce Wayne, and then he gets fired right then and there. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that, but it's your, it's your connection to Batman. It's his connection to Batman. That's really like the main like diversion, and stuff like that. Whether or not you order him around, whether or not you call him when uh, Bane breaks into GCPD, you know, uh, whether or not you keep him in the loop. Because my thing is that I would have really enjoyed if even after he gets fired, you're still sending him information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if he could have been more inter- intertwined with the story somehow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, Mike Gordon, just briefly briefly touching on it, is he went back on it, and then his uh, he gets kneecapped by Joker. Mm-hmm. And he, had, you know, he w- walks with a cane, which is implied at the end of the game. And, yeah, he really gets put through the ringer in the uh, villain ending. Mm-hmm. And based on, based on some of your choices, he couldn't go back to the Force. Yeah, I mean, technically, uh, I mean, especially if he doesn't have a kneecap or anything like that, he can't go back to the Force, but also, um, it, it also depends on your choice whether or not he goes back to the Force, whether or not you inspire him to, you know, go back and become a member of, like, the GCPD or early retirement, because there's actually a, a, a moment where you can say, maybe we should both retire mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like, maybe we should just, like, not do this anymore. Yeah, it's it's very interesting. Um, and you know, applaud Telltale for taking risk with that character. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's go to um, the ending of the game. So, regardless of what, what did you do with Avesta? Avesta, I I said, or I um, in what in what scene? Um, basically her end scene of, like, of, uh, did you have Vesta destroy the vials of, uh, Riddler's blood? I did. I had her destroy the vials and that got her in trouble with Waller. Did you offer to, did you offer her a job at Wayne, uh, Wayne Enterprises or did you just say, like, you could do better? You could do better. You said you could do better? Yeah. I gave her a job at Wayne Enterprises. Okay. And did she take it? Yeah, she took it. She, she, she took the job at Wayne Enterprises. Okay. 
in both kind my storylines. Huh? It's kind of a dick move on my part. Yeah, that I kind of felt bad because she got fired because of me. Yeah. So <laughs> I offered her a job, not like, oh, you got fired because of me? Oh, that sucks. You should, you should really start looking for a new job. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm only a millionaire. I can only yeah. really like... I only have a multi-billion dollar company. Right. Like, <laughs> but, um, yeah, my Vesta... Well, we'll get to this because we're, we're talking about... Well, did you, did you have a Vesta or did you have a partner? I had a Vesta. Because you could have a partner instead. Yeah. yeah, you could have that. In which I didn't. Yeah. I never saved her partner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't save her partner. Well, you know, she was, I would obviously... If I, you know... During the first episode, if I made the wrong choice, that's actively, you know, leaving her to die, I guess, with the, you know, with the Riddler thing. Well, the thing is that you're actively, all, I mean, you're also actively helping her partner die as well. True, so, true. I mean, either way, that was my thing, though. I kind of want to do a playthrough where I save Avesta's partner and not her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's just replay right now, but, <laughs> yeah. Um, really quick, Mr. Nick. Okay, so regardless of vigilante or villain, you had to fight the Joker, you know, you messed him up, he goes to Arkham, but how did you influence Waller, and we're going to go off the list of characters? Well, first, did you, did you, um, did you say that you uh, ever thought of Joker as a friend? I did, I said that, I did think of him as a friend, and we did have some good times, okay. taking selfies and causing mayhem. Which is actually really interesting because uh, if you read the thing, it says that Joker feels that you're just as insane as he is. Hmm. Because you said that you were friends. Interesting. In the in the after thing of like the, you know, like the after scroll of each character, mm-hmm. if you read through it, it says Joker, which uh, because you said that you that, uh, you did think of him as a friend, Joker feels that you're just as insane as he is. Oh, does it? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Read the read it over again, and it tells you like what the choices meant gotcha. and stuff like that. So okay. Joker thinks you're just as fucking crazy as he is. Is that is that for yours? Huh? Is that is that what you got? I got it on both because okay. I said that because I I told him that uh, he was just he was just into the criminal mm-hmm. and everything like that. And um, for my vigilante one, I mean for my villain one, and he told and like it was very much like Joker's which uh, Joker thinks of you as his greatest enemy. Hmm. And his rival and stuff like that. That and but the second one, I said that yeah, I did think of us as friends. And it says Joker thinks that you, you're as crazy as he is because you thought you were friends. Okay, that's uh yeah, that's an interesting angle. Yeah. Can you turn the light? Huh? I'll pause for a second. Can you turn that light on? Yeah. Thanks. That's cool. Cool. Thanks. No, but yeah. Um. No, okay, so that's interesting. So uh, you actually did all that. So you you said that you thought he was friend, mm-hmm. that you were friends, which in the vigilante version, uh, there's an after credit scene. There's also an after credit scene line. But um, let's uh, not get about Okay, I I really want to find out what happened in yours because I've played through both. They're both different. Yes, they are. They are. And I thought that was, and I I really want to. Under- I don't understand the second one. <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll we'll get to that. Yeah. So, you chose to influence Waller, of course. How did you choose to influence her decision in Catwoman? Um, for Catwoman, I said to uh, wipe her, wipe her criminal record. Uh, mine was um, to not punish Avesta, okay. to re, to put um, Gordon, uh, which ought to reinstate Gordon at his original post, so back to commissioner, and Catwoman would be free. 
Okay. And she would not have, and she, and she, her criminal record would be free. And then also that Tiffany, I would handle. Yeah, I basically picked the same choice. <laughs> because, yeah, I think at the end of the day, Batman cares about people, even though he's a stark brooding vigilante. And, yeah. you know, he would, he would play the game to get his friends. Vigilante when I, you do not get as many options, though. That's true. So in the vigilant, well, in the vigilant, well, if you get Joker That's, as a vigilante, okay. um, it, you don't get as many options. You actually have to blackmail Waller. Oh, really? Okay. You have to blackmail oh, Waller. Um, so what ends up happening is that you don't. Avesta doesn't get fired just for that, for destroying the blood. Avesta gets fired because she gives you all the dirt on Waller, and she gives you like, oh yeah, um, Waller. Like, I hope he gave her a job. Yeah, so Waller basically destroys, I mean, is, is meant to, like, uh, the agency's been doing, like, crooked things for all these time, and Waller's supposed to go in and clean it up. Well, Waller, instead of destroying all the research like she was supposed to, was putting it aside. Interesting. And she was making copies of it, and she's basically been, like, hoarding all this information. And the agency, the agency thinks it's all destroyed, but in reality, it's not. So you are able to have this giant document. Uh, this like giant file on Waller where she's like, okay, this is a fucking stalemate. Mm-hmm. Like I won't tell I won't tell anybody who you are, but that's it. And then you actually have to tell her you have to turn in John in order to free Catwoman. Hmm. You do not get an option for Gordon. Really, there okay. is no option for Gordon. Gordon has to fight for his job back. Jeez, that's uh, that's stuff on Gordon this season. Everyone was just shitting on him. Yeah, and uh, that's pretty much it. Like, that's that's kind of how that that runs down. Okay, because I had the choice of reinstating Gordon, and of course I did because, you know, he's my uh, he's my bro. He's my homie. Yeah. He's my homie. That's Gordon. Of course, he's his, like one of his surrogate. Well, because my thing one is of that, his many surrogate fathers. Yeah, because I was wondering, will because I think Gordon full on betrays you, if you just cast him aside and you embrace the agency. Because you know how, like, at the very last minute, yeah, he goes, I, like, I can't do this, this is a trap, don't come, mm-hmm. and everything like that. I I think in, um, if you just abandon Gordon, and he gets fired, and you just start working with the agency and everything like that, he actually does betray you, <laughs> because you fucking abandoned him. He right. has no connection towards you anymore. Yeah, you completely, you know, screwed him over. Yeah, um... Oh, also, Bullock doesn't get fucking... You don't have to cut Bullock open. Oh, geez, in the vigilante yeah, that, was, that was really gross. That's, uh, yeah, the vigilante I one. I like that sequence, but... Yeah. It's an interesting... But you know what? I thought they pulled that from The Dark Knight, and I really kind of liked it. Yeah, that's a, that's a homage I can see. I thought they pulled that from The Dark Knight. Like, they were like, that's a cool little, like, idea, and stuff like that. Like, why don't we do it? And everything else. So, regardless, you did influence Waller. I did influence okay. Waller, but I had a blackmailer bitch. Yeah, you had a blackmailer. And what, you, what was your choice, before we go to the last decision, what was your choice on Tiffany? Because you did choose to, leave, you know, confront her. Uh, join my team. Okay, join my team. team. I also chose that, but I want to hear your reasoning, Chris. Um, I feel that Tiffany didn't understand the mission. Okay. She didn't understand what, we, what, people, what Batman was doing. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. And I felt that she murdered the Riddler when she knew when she didn't know that she had she, that Batman could help. Mm-hmm. And she also didn't understand his code altogether. Where it's killing is the easy is the easiest method I could use. If I wanted to, I could kill everyone, and I wouldn't have these problems. But the difficult choice is to save them. 
mm-hmm. and to try to reform them and make them better people. Yeah. That's and what Batman, his, his code is about. That's what his code is yes. and everything like that. And I, I felt like that if she had a mentor, that she would better understand that. Right. And, you know, this isn't unheard of in the Bat mythos that he takes someone in that's a bit criminal that has actually committed murders. You could see that with Jason, where he, you know, he was a street thug in New 52. and he's kind uh, of... I thought he did take in, uh, what's her name? The One of the Bat girls. I mean, oh, the Cassandra Kane? Yeah, Cassandra Kane. Yeah, Cassandra Kane. I believe she did kill people at some point, but I was going to use Damien as a main example. Damien's a good example of that. Damien Wayne, which is his son, where... He's, you know, he killed, I think in his first appearance, he killed some B-level villain called the Spook. Yeah, I thought it was interesting, though, because I, I thought it was interesting that they used Tiffany instead of Luke. Yeah, that's... Huh. Because Luke is is primarily more a uh, Batman hero mm-hmm. and stuff like that because he becomes... Batwing. Uh, Batwing and stuff like that. And I thought that was interesting that they were like, oh, well, let's not use Luke Fox. We'll use Tiffany Fox. In which, I actually don't know if... Does he ever have a daughter? He does have, yeah, he has a daughter. Um, he does have a daughter? Yeah. I couldn't remember, I honestly, I couldn't remember if he ever had a fucking daughter. If they just <laughs> added that in, just for Telltale. And I was oh, like, yeah. I thought, I, I only remembered Luke Fox. Yeah, Luke is an interesting character, but, I don't know, I'm glad that they chose, like, I don't know, Tiffany was a, was an interesting choice. It was a very inspired choice. Um, I, I would appreciate it, Luke, but I commend them for maybe, uh, doing something I wouldn't expect, so. What do you think her, um... I thought I thought it would be interesting if they named her Gear, Gear, hmm. or anything like that. Yeah, I don't know. What, I don't know what her uh, her code name would be. Her code name would be maybe Bluebird. Maybe. Yeah, um, that's one of the newer fifty, new fifty-two characters that's in the Bat family. There was a lot of people in the Bat family at this moment in time, so she yeah, could be have, a bunch what, of killer. I think it's what Killer Frost, Clayface, Catwoman. Well, not Killer Frost. You have Clayface. You have. Batwoman, you have Batgirl, you have Batwing, you have Nightwing. There's a lot of people in the film. Robin, Red Robin, so yeah. yeah there's, there's a lot, lot of there's people. A lot of, no, Killer Frost did join for a little bit. Did she? In, okay. in Rebirth, yeah, she joins up. Huh, okay, well, I could be wrong. But, yeah, I, I felt Batman, at, you know, I do agree with your choice, because at the end of the day, he's a good person, and he makes choices because ultimately he has, like, a good heart. And he does want the best for people, so I had to have him reform Tiffany, and I didn't think that was breaking his code. Well, I also I also liked what he said too, where she's like, "Oh, you're forgiving me," and he goes, "No, think of this more as a sentence." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah I, he's punishing her for that murder on his own terms. Yeah, like uh, you're like you're not getting off scot free. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to protect this city, and that that might be more more challenging than just going to jail. Jail might actually be the easiest. Mm-hmm. The easy part. She has to learn to be a better person, so... Yeah, so jail was going to be easy. Becoming a, a vigilante hero of Gotham... That's hard, yeah. This is a, that's way harder. And, have, and getting a moral code is going to be very difficult for you. Yeah. So we'll see. So I thought that was going to be really interesting. We'll see interesting. next season what, what, uh, what, you know, what mask she'll take up. Well, I think it would be very interesting if she became uh, Batgirl, especially Batgirl? if you did choose, depending on the last choice, if whether or not you're still helping people or anything like that. Like, if you're just running, um, if you're basically doing, like, old man Batman, mm-hmm. where you're just, like, mentoring people and yeah. they're out there doing, like, the Batman thing. So I thought that would be kind of interesting, depending on the last choice. Yes. So what's good in the last choice? 
the cliffhanger, regardless mm -hmm. of whatever you choose, for this season. And, you know, either choice, I felt, was a very interesting place to leave the character. And I'm going to go first, Nick. Go ahead. So you get a choice. Or Alfred is pretty beat up from the last two seasons, and he wants to leave, and he gives them the ultimatum either he leaves or he gives up Batman. So I chose to stay as Batman to let Alfred leave because, to me, Batman, it's an, I don't see it as an addiction. I see that's who Bat, Bruce Wayne truly is. He is Batman. Without that outlet, you know, he would go crazy. He'd be, you know, he'd be a wreck. It's ultimately him being a vigilante, him, like, saving people, doing good in the world, saves him as a person. That's the only thing that makes him happy. And... You know, it's it's his moral responsibility to protect the city. So, of course, I had to keep him as Batman because for the greater good, he had to go out and he had to stop all these maniacs. And even though some of his choices do lead to some of these people going crazy, Joker, Two-Face, at the end of the day, he still stops them. He doesn't indirectly... He does more good than He bad. does more good than bad, and he owns up to these choices, you know, good or bad, that leads to these to these people and even if these people are reactionary to Batman, the city would be in a worse place without a Batman entirely. It wouldn't make things better. Him just taking off the towel, then that would just lead to more crazier people having their having uh terrorizing Gotham. It's the same idea as uh was it in uh the Dark Knight Returns mm -hmm. where Batman goes dormant for twenty years. Yeah and the city gets worse. And the city gets Shit, it, it just goes to shit. Mutant yeah. gangs and all that. So. Yeah, and everything else. Uh, I chose to keep Alfred. Okay. I chose to give up the cow. Okay, so defend and defend your logic. I, I felt that, um, I felt that, you know, Alfred was very much, you know, he's very much your dad and everything else. And I didn't want, and I, I thought that uh, Alfred is the most important thing in Bruce's life. Of course. And yeah, because he, more, you know, he is a surrogate father. Yeah, and I, I thought that him. I thought that uh, making sure that Alfred is okay is more important than being Batman. Mm -hmm. And Alfred is right. There are other ways Bruce Wayne can help the city. Yeah. And stuff like that. And Bruce Wayne doesn't need to be out fighting crime, especially if you have Tiffany. Yeah. And stuff like that. Like you know, I maybe I can train her, and she can be the new. Batman or Batgirl or whatever it is and she can help the city out and I can help her and as Bruce Wayne I can do new research I can do you know orphanages and I can do everything like that and I can help the city where it needs it and stuff like that you know maybe my money can help it instead of just you know my fists okay and that goes back to there is no wrong choice in Telltale game it's based on your own personal moral code it's, yeah your own personal pers Oracle, your own personality, stuff like that. And, you know, there isn't a wrong choice in this. It's it's just, uh, you know, it's just your own your own logic, your own code. I think it'd be very interesting, especially for the next... Because I think if you made the choice to give up being Batman for Alfred... Mm -hmm. And, you and that's not unheard of either. Either Alfred leaving because he's left in... You know, he left in Nightfall, he left in Dark Knight Rises. He's left in a lot of yeah, comics. Yeah, he left in a bunch of times. And Batman has given up the cowl a few times. Batman's given up the cowl for a couple of people. Yeah. 
you know, and and <clears throat> and that's very that's a very interesting idea of Batman just kind of dropping everything and you know, you know, going on vacation or not doing it at all, right? For a specific reason, whether it be he thought he failed someone or he thought he couldn't do any good anymore. But that was, but more or less, I thought it would be very interesting just to see how, 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 whatever new villain comes to town. And everything like that, and especially if you've given up being Batman, whether it be for a year, two years, anything like that, mm -hmm. you know, giving up being Batman. What what exactly would that mean? You know how it how would the city be? How does everything else affect everybody else? And also, what is the major thing that allow that tells Bruce you need to get back into the fucking game? Like, yeah, it does leave the story in an interesting place, though. You know, whatever they do in season three, um, you know, will give us this unique storyline we haven't really encountered before. Because to be totally honest, I I really wouldn't mind having a three-year gap. Yeah. Like a three to five-year gap. I really wouldn't mind it if it's like, it's been five years. Mm -hmm. Bruce has not been Batman in five years, or Alfred has been gone for five years. I mean, as long as it's not like, oh, his leg... His leg is was broken, and then it's suddenly healed because of a magic. Because of a because of a magic. No, no, no. But I mean, like <laughs> his choice. Like it, yeah, it, no, of him making a choice of not being Batman for five years is very because you know it shows resolve and everything else, and Batman coming back into it for some major you know problem. Mm -hmm. You know something something is happening that I need to do it, and I think that could be either Ra's al Ghul. It could be. You know, with the with the with the League of Assassins, or you could have. I mean, you could do a bunch of different. Oh, things. yeah, for sure. Uh, you um, can, Hugo uh, Strange, uh, especially since you're putting uh, a bunch uh, of people into uh, Arkham. Arkham. You could have Hugo. Um, and just wrapping up here, Nick. You know, we were talking about what will what. You know, you said what you want to see in season three. Mm -hmm. Is there any storylines? Anything because they kind of. Do similar, similar, they kind of adapt some stuff. Yeah. Long Halloween. Is there any storylines you want to see? Anything they want? Anything in particular you want them to do? Mm, very much. I want to, like I said, I, I really do want to see the, um, the Dick Grayson. Okay. You know, uh, Bruce Wayne being a father figure. Yeah. And especially him being a father figure to not only, you know, Dick Grayson, but also him being Tiffany. a father figure to Tiffany. Yeah. And, because that, that, that that grows a Batman character when he adopts when he adopts Dick when he adopts Tim because you know when he gets his you know I think in one comic he says that's what kept him alive because he he had to look after Robin that he without Robin Batman becomes more risk he takes more risks he doesn't well, he doesn't take, he doesn't take as many risks yeah. with Robin and everything like that and I thought it was always really interesting because even in the vigilante one um, it, it even he even talks to the Joker like that. Mm -hmm. Where he goes, go to the he goes, go into the shadows. Be which I'll make yourself scarce. Don't make sure nobody can see you. Just in case something goes bad, you're my backup. And like Joker goes, like okay, and like he goes off and he skulks into like the darkness. Yeah, and everything like that. And it's kind of like, well, that that makes total sense. You know, he needs backup. Mm -hmm. And everything yeah, like that. He needs someone like watching his back. Yeah, and I yeah. think that's really interesting. So yeah, I really hope that they play with that a bit more. Because not only that, but also I feel like that would be a that would be very interesting too, especially if you did give up being Batman, and you have this kid who, you know, Bruce is, 
you know, he's moved because both of his parents were murdered. Mm-hmm. And the and he's, you know, he's sneaking out at night being Batman without Robin, without Dick Grayson knowing and without Alfred knowing. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to hunt down the murder. Yeah. Th- knowing that he needs to find this guy. Mm-hmm. So let's pitch this to Telltale. Yeah, I mean, let's pitch it to Telltale. But I, I think that would be a very interesting storyline, you know, to find out that... Um, of what's going on with uh, with Zuko mm-hmm. and everything like that, and kind All of going, the mob family yeah, like stuff. going going. Because uh, you know what, we we haven't really seen much of the mob. No, not really. I mean, we we, we took out. Uh, I mean, we took out the Falcone family and everything like that in the first season and everything else. But I think that that would be a major. You know, that would be really interesting. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be the. It doesn't have to be the mob that kills. No, yeah, everything like be. that. You can. Because, I mean, if you do go back to uh, the origins of Robin, and actually, there is some uh, drawings by Bill Schuster that says it was the Joker. Hmm. The Joker, actually. Uh, the Joker hired Zuko. Oh, interesting. That's That would be an interesting thread to explore. Yeah, that Joker yeah. hires Zuko, and Zuko ends up killing... Uh, which, uh, because the, the, the guy who is running the circus owes Joker money. And uh, what was it? And so he sends Zuko to send him a message. Mm-hmm. And just uh, you know, just wrapping up here. Um, obviously, you know, I love Telltale as a studio, all their creative choices, all the writers they have. But let's just briefly touch on um, how do you feel some of the personnel changes, some of the I guess was it some of the internal struggles inside Telltale will affect yeah. the series. Um, just on your expertise, you work for a video game. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I know a couple. Experience. I know a couple of them. A couple okay. of guys that work at Telltale. Yeah, well, what can you say? Stuff like that. Um, they, you know what? I I don't know if it's going to affect their. Uh, I, I don't know if it's going to affect the the quality, or anything like that, because um, Telltale is very much a a quality studio. The only problem is that they're still indie. Yes, you know, so even though even though they you're in San Rafael, you know. Yeah, even yeah. even though that they make uh, you know big titles like Batman, Guardians of the Galaxy, Game of Thrones, everything like that, they're still an indie company. They 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 still can make mistakes, and they're and the shitty thing is that they're running on old technology. You know, mm-hmm. their their engine hasn't been updated since 2008. Uh, oh well. So uh, so in in most uh, video game engines, there's a thing called this thing called a physics engine. Mm-hmm. Which basically says that if something is dropping, all I need to do is click, paste, and now it drops in inside of the inside the engine. Uh, what some of the game creators were saying is that uh, we have to physically make that inside of our game. So if anything flies through the air, like a battering or anything like that, we have to physically put it into the into the code and then redo it. Mm-hmm. And that's and it, it, it takes a lot of time. It, yeah. it that explains some of the glitches. Yeah, it explains a lot of the glitches. Um, and the the engine is made for you know an Xbox three hundred and sixty. You know, it's not meant for you know high quality. You know, PlayStation four, four yeah. Xbox one, everything like that. Like it's a, it's an old it's a fucking old engine, and it needs to be updated. And I'm hoping that they update it. That's I hope so too. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, I love Telltale. You know, wish uh-huh. them the best, but you know. But I mean, don't get me wrong. The thing is that that's not that's also not an easy thing to, to ask for. That could cost somewhere near like two million dollars just to like develop it and put it into you know production and everything like that. Especially when you and that's getting an entire team together and trying to get that mm-hmm. and make your engine. Especially when you still have to be pumping out games to be making money. Yeah, and I mean they make profit, but yeah, you know sometimes 
you know, just internal problems just lead up to, you know, stuff you can't control. If you look at, like, um, you know, give, what, are, what are some examples of uh, just game studios where, you know, stuff like this happens? Um... Pandemic? Game Studio, uh, probably like a Bioware. Bioware is a huge one. Uh, if you if you're a fan of uh, Mass Effect Andromeda, that is a that is hardcore uh, like a studio that just kind of dropped the ball. Mm-hmm. Where um, basically what they did is they sent it out to four different you know four different studios to kind of get made, and uh, it was rewritten like three times during its like during its like its development time. Uh, the story changed like five times. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was it? They they originally like you know, and it, at at a certain point they just gave up on the game and they were just like you know what let's just put it out there and we'll make and we'll make our money back. Yeah, just do it live. Yeah, just do it live and everything else. Um, Ubisoft is also another one. You know, on their Assassin's Creed games, you know, uh, where they don't fucking check them at all. Where they just do little to no like checking to see how exactly these games are run. Or whether or not they have bugs or anything like that, and that leads to you know oh in Unity where people are talking and they don't have faces, you know, and it's it just like a fucking uh, it's just eyes and a, like mouth moving, yeah, it's, and it's terrifying. Yeah, some of the I've seen you know if you look up a YouTube video, just look up glitches and you know like Unity glitches and yeah, and some of them are terrifying. Some of them are terrifying, or you know, so, or like uh, different stuff where you know you fall through a map. Yeah. And you fall through the game. And, I, I hate that. Yeah, it's, and like you have to restart the game. And that pisses like me off so much. But yeah, I mean, I really hope this doesn't have the telltale. And you know, we, you know, again, we're just speculating. We're just going off of information. I, I feel I feel like the 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 rearranging of the studio is gonna it's gonna do a lot for Telltale. And either they're going to prosper and they're gonna do really well after this, or sorry to say it, they could flop. Yeah, it, 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 it can go one of two ways. I'm yeah. really hoping that you know. I hope I hope that doesn't happen. I hope that doesn't happen. But you know what? That is that is something that could happen. That's a, that's a possibility. But we we hope them the best. You know, regardless. Make Batman season three first. Yes. And and also Wolf Among Us season two. But yeah. You have to watch. You have to play season. You have to play season one of Wolf I, Among Us. I, I will when I have uh, some extra income coming in. It's hey, maybe five, if they, it is if, a five dollar game. Yeah, you know? if you plug the Patreon. <laughs> If, if someone plugs a Patreon, I can play whatever game you want. <laughs> um, but just wrapping up here, Nick, um, you know, we're both Batman fans. We're both uh, big video game uh, enthusiasts. It was, Absolutely. Uh, it was a really, pl- it was a good pleasure talking to you about this game and just, you know, game, video games are the next sort of storytelling, you know, the next wave of like how to tell a story, mm-hmm. how, you know, how a modern audience is is uh excuse me uh is told a story and you know their medium of choice sometimes and yeah it was, it was a really fun uh you know yeah, I, about I, and I feel and I feel Telltale is very much at the front of yeah they're telling, at the forefront of that they're at the forefront of telling a, an amazing story and I I want to see more of it of like, course that's, that's a yeah so we'll uh, do this again for season three or maybe another tilt. Absolutely. Also, <laughs> if you want, we can do crowd play yeah, we the can. game and everything like that. If you guys want that, put the comment in the bottom. Uh, once again, like, subscribe, and uh, share with your friends. Of course. Yeah. Everything like that. If oh. you want us to do a uh, an actual playthrough or everything like that, let us know in the comment section below. But yes. Besides that, we have been unprofessionally professional. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you.